Okay, today we're talking match day two of the Champions League. I'm not sure if I gave my predictions on the Champions League as well. This season is obviously completely revamped. You know, this is the first season where Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo are not going to play in the Champions League. So we basically got the new boys. The new, basically, new era. A new era of football. New era of the Champions League. Okay? So the first game that happened on... Tuesday was the ones that I watched was the Arsenal and Lens game and Lens really did show up you know Lens kind of were I mean they played like Arsenal last season really you know they were very hungry the whole game they were just on Arsenal the whole time even when they were like even when you felt like Arsenal can easily just score another goal because that's what it was Ortegaard was basically their best player I didn't really see Rice that much you know and Jesus, obviously, you know, still great. And Saka, apparently this dude doesn't get hurt. You know, you there's always some kind of scare. And he's fine the next week. Like, he, this dude is, like, injury prone or something in a good way. But then, you know, you, you also had Havert in there being a straight-up passenger, okay? I don't – what what did he do in this game? You know, $67 million? Come on, bro. But anyway, overall, I would say – <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal need to get their stuff together. I mean, this is pretty embarrassing to be honest with you, you know. But it's very early to say anything. I would say they still have the chance to come back. I mean, they they still have to play each other again. But again, the way the Lens played, it, I feel like if they played again, it would be the same kind of match. Easily concede, Lens getting a draw or a win. Yes, Arsenal can win it, but it's much easier for them to lose this tie than win it. That's what it seems like. Even playing this game, you know, the back just doesn't seem too secure, I would say. Or it could have been literally just the atmosphere the Lens had because it was absolutely nuts in there. You get what I'm saying? Maybe when they come back to, you know, Arsenal, it'll be a different story. But we shall see. So that's the first game I watched. The second game was uh, Real Madrid and Napoli. And, you know, this is this is a game you were like really wanted to see what Napoli are capable of because we already know about Real Madrid. OK, it's it's Real Madrid. This is their competition. I know, as I said it many times, and I feel like it's going to go the same way this year as well. You know, they're looking pretty solid. I mean, yes, they don't really have good backups. Like if let's say if uh, Vinicius is hurt, there's not really good replacement for him if they can stay fit. They should be fine, but in the mid, they're fine. Like in the mid, they have two veterans who are very great. I mean, they're good. And then you have their prodigies coming behind them easily. So they're fine in the middle. So the wings are what they really need to worry about in the full world. And Bellingham has been, I mean, crazy good, right? He literally was part of both of those goals. He scored one and he assisted the second one. And they don't tend to wake up until you really, you know, pressure them. So, like, in this game, Napoli had to score first, you know. And then right when Napoli scored, that's when Real Madrid wakes up. And eventually, there's some way, somehow, they will find a way to win. And this is what this game was. I mean, if you look at the statistic, like, shots, each team took 18 shots, okay. And shots on target. In fact, Napoli had more shots on target. But Madrid are just so clinical. Like, they're just so... Whenever you really need them, somebody always provides. 
It's always been like that. And that's the reason why I think this year they're still the favorites to win the champion league. And I can easily see them. If Bellingham perform like this, he's going to get a bell and door. Okay. That's how well he's performing. And I just don't see a team that's, you know, as solid in every level of their team as, as much as Madrid. So just for that reason, I think they're definitely have a great chance of winning the champion league yet again. Okay. I mean, seriously, this game, even statistically, it was about 50, 50, right? Passes about the same amount, but again, you can just tell how defeated, uh, what is it? Napoli was at the end because that's what they do. They will destroy your spirit. These guys are just animals when it comes to the Champion League. They're just different. So I, I still think this year they're my favorites to win it. But, you know, there's still obviously a lot of good teams. I would bet my money on Madrid winning this whole thing. So going back to the Arsenal-Lens game, when Arsenal lost to Lens, the, what is it? The French League decided to tweet and be like, oh, I guess we're not such a farmer league anymore. You know, they're basically pointing out the fact that everybody calls them a farmer league. But a former league just beat a team who could have been the champion of the Premier League. So that's what they were pointing out. And then the second day, okay, PSG, the champions of the French League, lose to a, a literally new promoted champion league club. 4-1. to one. And the team tend to be Newcastle. A team who, I mean, the Saudis injected money into that. And this is where money... Everybody's okay with this. Now, I haven't heard anybody really complain and bring out about the, you know, the shady side of like how much money is going to this club. But if it's like any other club, they tend to bring stuff out. But anyway, going back, Newcastle, you know, they, they're, they're in a dreamland at this point. I mean, nobody really thought this team two years ago, they were at the bottom of the league. This year, they have just beat the French champions okay at home four to one this is a team okay who has kelly mbappe that's right this is a team who has dembele that's right okay this is a team who has hakimi you know uh, damanuro okay everybody's here okay and they lost to you know newcastle so it was kind of funny so they tweeted and then the next day the ch their champions lost to it. So it, they are farm league, basically. That's what he went back to. So what does this mean for PSG, though? You know, because this game looked obviously terrible. I mean, they didn't look like they were ever going to score a goal. You know, Dembele looked disinterested. Okay. Mbappe looked disinterested. There's times where they could get a plays in, but nothing was really clear. Okay. And this game, looking at this game, really made me appreciate, you know, Selling Dembele. <laughs> I'm so glad Barcelona sold him. But anyway, yeah, PSG lost. But I don't know. I don't. They still have. Again, this is just the first run. But getting scored four to nothing, I feel like the next time you're probably just gonna tie. This is this is gonna be a very hard to come back. And Enrique, there's gonna be a lot of questions. They gotta they gotta. PSG fires coach like this. It's nothing. So just just be aware on that front. And then uh, the next game that I watched was the was the Porto and Barcelona. So this is 
you know, this is this was a good game by Porto, I would say. I don't know, man. We're just injury is just there's somebody's injured all the time. Okay. So in this game we had DeJoy not there. And we also know Pedri is still out injured. Rafinha is out injured. So for the midfield we have to use Romo and Gunduga and Gabby. And Gabby and Gunduga, I mean they all kind of just roam around. They're not really stick to one position kind of players when it comes to the midfield. So we just had no control in the middle, okay? Nobody was controlling the middle, okay? Roma was, like, needing so much help, okay? And these guys were just running around. They weren't really helping him. So they were tend to... They're players who go into the box. They run into the box. They needed somebody to guide them around the midfield. Somebody like Pedri. Somebody like Dujoin. And that itself just created so much hole. But... The greatest thing to appreciate about this game is the defense. Oh my God, we have found it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have found our defense. Okay, this this is best. Blade on the left. Cancelo on the right. Araujo and Kunde in the middle. Done. We have done the job, okay? Now let's just move into the middle. Fix that up, okay? We're slowly, we're slowly just getting better, okay? I know this wasn't the best game. We're in a time where everybody who plays against Barcelona wants to prove something. And Porto is a team who has been getting better throughout the years. And I'm sure the way Benfica did us last year, they're like, let's have a turn. Everybody wants to have a turn. Since, since Messi left, since... I mean, everyone wants to have a turn in Barcelona. And that's just kind of what you have to deal with for at least two seasons... We need to at least get to the semi-final, okay? For people to stop challenging us like this. So the same thing. So Porto really challenged Barcelona. And they could have easily scored. But they just couldn't score any way, anyhow. Okay? Schurstegen, again, the greatest goalkeeper in the world. All right? Period. And we're just looking good. So basically, our midfield, our midfield was the problem in this game. And Lewandowski also just got hurt, okay? Joe Felix wasn't really doing that much. Lamal is still, you know, he's still getting better, I guess, you know? But he's still young. He's like, <laughs> he's still 16. So, we still have time. And we still got the win. And that's the most important part about this game. Let's not dilly-daddle. We found out our defense is solid, okay? And people are talking about that handball situation. I mean, to me, honestly, it could have gone either way. All right, I can understand why they would say it's a handball uh, on the Porto player, and I can understand why Porto people who think it was a penalty would say it's a penalty. You know, Cancelo touched the ball in his hand because also the shirt, you know, the shirt situation is what people are talking about. Like I said, for me, it could have gone either way. I mean, it went to Barcelona's way, so I'm not mad about it. But even if it went against them, I still wouldn't be mad about it at all. Yeah, overall, it was a good game. Uh, we survived. We're still top in the group. And we got two more games. And really, I don't see Porto beating us at home. So I think we're good. I think we're definitely going through this year. No doubt about it. How far we're going to get to, that's going to be the challenge. And that's largely going to depend on how fit are we going to stay. Is Gabby going to keep getting red cards? You know, this dude needs to chill out. We had like five players get yellow cards. Dude, yellow, I mean, the back... Three out of the four got yellow cards, okay? But I'm not mad at it, okay? We got the win. And then the other game was Manchester City and Leipzig. 
I'll, Manchester City, I mean, Manchester City is fine. They look like, still looking good. So I would say, I would say, for the Champions League this year, I think Madrid is clearly going to win. And after Madrid, I would pick Manchester City. They're still contenders. And then I have to say Barcelona. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to stick to Barcelona. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. I'll see you.